0: That is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boati as Christ is magnified in you. Father, we are grateful. Father, we are thankful. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace, Lord. Thank you for the power of your word. Thank you that your word comes and moves us to the next level of our lives. Thank you for great impact made in our hearts. Thank you, Lord, for great fruits for our lives. We give you glory, give you praise, because it is done to your glory. Even in Jesus' name, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may kindly take your seats in heavenly places. Wow. It's an honor to be here. Yes. It's a great blessing. I've also missed you. It's a blessing to be here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It takes the power of God for a church to be able to move from one place to another. Yeah. It takes the power of God. It takes the grace of God. It's powerful. So I want to share some few things with you. (laughs) That, I believe, will help you. Okay? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One of the most difficult things for a preacher, for a pastor, is knowing what to share with God's people. It's a lot of work. You know, if you are not careful, Yes, I met a certain pastor, yesterday in the night, around 8 p.m. I was with him till about 10 p.m. And he was he's younger in ministry. He takes me as his father, So, but he's pastoring another church somewhere. And he was asking questions. He said... For the last three months he's had headaches headaches that will never leave it doesn't leave when his preaching stops when he finishes preaching he comes back he's so tired he's so tired when he's driving he's even sleeping you know and i was telling him he needs to go for a massage he thought that i would say he, he has to pray and do. i told him you need a massage he needs special massage Massage on his head and his back and all that—that's what he needs. It's not. I told him it's not. It's not a spa will do. Yeah, because see, pastors work a lot, but then it's not seen that it is work. Are you see what I'm talking about? When a pastor is reading the Bible, it's like it's not. It's not work. That's why when someone says that oh, I'm going to full-time ministry, everybody around him becomes some way. His parents become some way. His wife becomes some way. His student becomes. Everybody wonder. Ah, what are you going to do? Can't you just read your Bible and go and preach and be happy? What will you be using all the time for? But the Bible talks about the labor in the word and labor in the doctrine. It is is labor. It is work. It is work. Prayer is work. Yeah. And knowing exactly what God wants you to teach. It's a lot of work to know what God wants you to say to the people. Hey! It's not a small thing. It's a very, very difficult thing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One pastor asked me a certain question. How, How can you know what to teach at every time. I mean, how can you grow someone from being a baby in Christ to becoming a general in the Lord? How can you do that? And I said, there's no, there's no written document for that. You can't. There's no book for that. Have you ever seen any book like that? What to teach when the person becomes born again fresh? What to teach when the person grows in the Lord and is two years old in the Lord? There's nothing like that. There's nothing like that. There's no syllabus. There's no curriculum. There's nothing like that. So it makes ministry extra interesting and extra wow. difficult. I've taught before. I taught in a secondary school for five years. I was a chemistry teacher. Hey. Yeah, chemistry has syllabus. There's a course outline. When you start out in chemistry, we teach you about the atom, atomic structure. We teach you about Schrödinger's Schrödinger's experiments and all those things. There's a There's a calculator. and then we end with with the organic chemistry, isn't it? Yeah, when you are bonding things, hybridizing things and doing all those things, soap making and all those things, bomb baking. <laughs> you know? But in the house of God, there's nothing like that. There's nothing like that. Yeah. And it's only in the house of God that you have someone who just got born again, sitting in the same class with someone who hasn't been born again for five years or ten years. Yeah, we are all sitting in the same place. Yet the message must bless everybody. Yes. The one who just got born again and the one who has been in the Lord for a very long time must all be blessed under the same ministration with the same word of God. Yes. I mean, can you do that? Can you, can you have a professor and a class one uh, student and a GSS3 student sitting in the same class and being taught the same course? No. It's not possible. It won't work. The professor will get angry and leave. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Because maybe you'll be teaching, even the GSS3, because maybe you'll be teaching ABCD. He'd be saying A for Ama, B for Baba, <laughs> C for Constance, <laughs> and the professor will be angry. Like, ah, is, that, is this why I came to the to the class? He will just start, because he's he's thinking about aerodynamics, <laughs> the x, the y, integral of a <laughs> something a. Is, that's what he's thinking about. Not in the back, not in the back. You know, so it makes ministry extra difficult because you must pray and know what exactly to say that will bless everybody and that will help everybody for everybody to hear what god wants him to hear and that's why the word of god is more powerful than any syllabus you can learn in school because it has ability to bless everyone the word of god is like the sun some of us use the sun to dry our clothes others use it to dry fish others use it to produce electricity whatever it is you want to use it for the son is able to give you whatever you require for the results you are looking for. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. So that's, that's how important ministry is. Without the word of God, you can't go on. You have a lot of difficulty in life. Without the word of God, your life will not go the way you expect. It, it can just meander off you know, the road. And you find yourself in a certain type of trouble. Today, I want to share with you on uh, the reasons, reasons why this church must grow. Wow. You like my message? Yeah. Yeah. Or what did you, you think I was going to talk about? What are the subjects you're thinking about? The same thing. Yeah. Reasons why this church, this one that you are sitting in, must grow. Reasons. Maybe I'll give you five reasons, okay? Growth is very important. How many of you agree that growth is very important? My wife looks after children. My wife is a a doctor for children, pediatrician. And there was this patient she had several years ago, about four years ago, you know, very nice boy. When he was born, he started growing. When he got to age four, he stopped growing. So he never grew out of age four in terms of stature. He stopped growing. He was eating, drinking, and doing all those things. But he was not growing. He passed on just about a year ago. Yes. When he passed on, he was eight years. But he still had the stature of a four-year-old. Sickle cell. All kinds of things. Growth is very important. In a nutshell, if you are not growing, there's a problem. Just imagine a 35-year-old man still living in his mother's house. Or his father's house. And they are cooking for him. The mother is cooking for him. They are washing his clothes and doing all those things for him. What do you think will happen to him after some time? Do you think his parents will be happy about him? They will not be happy, isn't it? They will want to sack him out of the house. I mean, when you finish investing, you are not getting a job, and you are still living in the house, even when you are cutting bread in the house, it's like you are making noise. You are making noise. I don't know if you've ever seen that that video. That guy was cutting the bread. You are making noise. You had to step in my peace. because you see, you must, we must grow, we must grow, we must move forward. You can't stay at one place forever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Yeah, you can't. You must go and marry. Yeah, you must go and go to school. You must go and become wise so that you can wash your own things. If we are going to be washing your things throughout your life, hey, what kind of work is that? Nobody can handle that. Nobody, no matter how much they love you, after some time they will live your life for you. So even in a natural I mean it's necessary that we grow we grow up you must grow up in your mind in your thinking you see you must get to the point where your parents can have discussions with you and have you contribute to the house you don't just come to the house there are two types of children that one can have there's there's one group where when they are coming home they are liability they are liability to the house when they call that they are coming home from school, we are all, everybody's worried. They are coming to eat the house food. They are coming to watch TV, waste electricity. They are coming to do. They are, like, they are, they are expenses. And the parents know. We have to pay school fees and do all kinds of, So when they call that they are coming they say, then there are other types of sons as well. When they call that they are coming home, the next question that follows, they are. Yeah, uh, 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 request to come home is what will you eat? What will you eat? Then you time I mean your parents will be talking now better. Where are you going to sleep? You know why they are they are doing that? Because they know that when they come, he then he, he's a big contributor to the house. He will solve a lot of problems. He will not add up to the problems. He will solve a lot of problems. Hallelujah. Hey. <laughs> yeah. You have to become a contributor in life. I mean, or else you become a burden. When you call that, you are coming. Everybody say, Hey, you are coming again. <laughs> they will be hiding food from you. Say, I choose to be a contributor. <laughs> you must go you have to okay i remember one guy came to see one someone in church came to see me that he wants to get married i said oh, okay it's powerful then he i told him go ahead and tell your parents he wanted to tell the parents and the mother was so angry that he wanted to get married so he didn't he would say ah, why why should my mother be angry so he came to me pastor my mother is angry i said oh why why i asked him have you been contributing to the house since you left university he said not really i i pay i said that is why from now i start buying whenever the month ends buy one 25 kilo bag of rice buy oil buy meat, and just move to the house and see what will happen he did that for three months the mother said so when do you want to marry Yeah. When do you want to get married? Yeah, because, you see, we've been looking after you. They've been looking after you since you were a child. Now that small money has come into you. And you want to marry and a lady will be chopping your money. No, no, no. What are you talking about? You have to you have to contribute something to the house. Yes, you have to do something. So that they'll be assured that when you marry, you will not leave their lives for them. Because some people marry and all their money goes to their wives. And their wives, people. And they know. So there will be a stumbling block for you. You understand what I'm saying? (laughs) So repent, change your mind if you have not changed it. Yeah, do something for the house. Yeah, be a contributor. Send some money. Some mobile money must go. Yeah, during their birthday, you do something for them. Depending on how wealthy they are, you can do. If your parents are very wealthy, they are very rich, I mean, your bag of rice won't do much. You get it. But on certain occasions, during their birthday, something you do something very nice for them. You can take them out so they know that you have become wise. You are becoming a wise son. And they will follow you. Because you see, when you are going to marry, they are the ones who follow you. You can't do the engagement with church people. The engagement has to be done with your family people there. And church people will be supporting. You understand? Yeah. So you must show into their lives and make them happy. There's a blessing in honoring your parents. The Bible says that children, obey your parents in the Lord. For this is right. Honor your father and your mother, so that your days on earth may be long. So you must honor them in speech, in words, and in with your money. Yeah. You understand yeah. the last dealing i had with my father before he passed away was a financial dealing yes i handed money over to him and he blessed me before he died so i'm carrying the blessings of my father wow. yeah so uh, no matter what i do it it's not only the blessings of a man of god that works the blessings of your parents are also there for you to inherit so don't ignore that one don't think that oh, it's nothing i can insult my parents no do you know what you mean this is my son is here when he was born for the first three months, four months, I couldn't sleep. Because he was, he would step, I mean, you go to work, you are tired, you come back home, this boy is, he will sleep during the day and in the night he wants to play. <laughs> yeah, as early as one man, there was a day I was, I was looking after him and I said I am so tired. He just hits my face like this. When I open my, my, my eyes, he smiles like this, like, wake up and let's play. <laughs> hey, wake up and let's play. So they go through all these things. When you grow up and you can do something, for, something small for them you don't want to do. So, but repent Amen. repent before something bad happens to you yeah honor your father and your mother honor them so that it may be well with you so that you may live long the blessings of living long is not in church it's in your father's hands and it's in your mother's hands yeah they must bless you then you can live for a long time <coughs> there are some sicknesses that will escape you because they have blessed you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you must grow. In the natural, you must grow. Okay? Spiritually, too, you must grow. You must grow. I mean, you can't be a babe in Christ forever. Probably my son doesn't want to be here. But I've carried him here. Because he's a child. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Where I go is where he goes. I've bundled him here. You see, but if he grows up, he can decide where to go, he can decide, I don't want to go here, I want to go here. And nobody will say, why are you going there? He can go. I mean, you are here. Maybe your father doesn't want you to be here, but you are here. Why? Because you are, you are old. You are old enough. There are disadvantages of not growing up. If you don't grow up, they carry you wherever they want to. Even what food you want to eat, you can't even tell what food you want to eat. I mean, he probably he wants to eat coconte, But we'll be giving him rice. And he has to eat it like that. He doesn't have any option. But when you go up and they bring you rice, you say, Sale, I don't really like these things. I don't like chewing things. I want swallowing things that we swallow. Very good. I need to face the wall. Let me face some wall right now. I mean, you can give the things, the options you want. Okay. You go where you want to go. You you do what you want to do. You decide for yourself. It's a disadvantage for a child. I mean, You you can't decide for yourself. You can't go where you want to go. You can't buy what you want to buy. Sometimes even when they want to drink water, they can't say it. They will just be crying. What's wrong with you? You think that probably something is biting them. You check. Nothing is doing. They are just crying. All because they want water. They can't say that I want water. Yeah, it's very serious. So just imagine that in the spirit. Spiritually speaking, if you are not growing up, Anything can just happen to you. You are subjected to the elements of the world. Galatians chapter 4 verse 1. Look at it. Galatians 4 1. He says, now I say that the heir, as long as he's a child, as long as he's a child. You see, this guy is the heir. He has an inheritance. Okay? He has an what? An inheritance. Meaning that he could have had an estate rolled over to him. He could have about 50 cars. Phantoms. Uh, Escalades and land cruisers and all kinds of cars wheeled over to him. But can a child drive a car? He can't even drive a bicycle. Let alone drive a land cruiser. What are you talking about? So he says, now this I say that the air as long as as long as means that this guy has refused to grow. There are a lot of Christians who are not growing. They have refused to grow. They are offended with the things that they were offended with five years ago. They are still offended with those things now. No, one of the major signs of growth is that you can you are able to forgive very easily. You're able to forgive very easily. I mean you can just forgive. People will hurt you, but you can just you can just forgive and you move on. You don't have any problem. You even tell them to to hurt you some more. Yeah, Jesus was the height of maturity they crucified him last night i was i was meditating was it this morning or like, i think this morning i was just meditating about the death of christ you know and you know that christ was not the nails were not put in his palms they were put here just feel the joint in between uh, your this part of your hand I, I can you feel it try and press it a little you see it's not comfortable just imagine a 6 inch nail going through it just imagine another human being just nailing you to a wood happily smiling <laughs> <Fine. Hell> yeah. <laughs> just imagine they lashed him and tore his back off his flesh went off pinch your neighbor and see let's just try and pinch your neighbor and let's is it is it painful you, know, you didn't pinch her she, 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 i don't know they are shy of the neighbor is it painful? Yeah. It's painful. Jesus was lashed with hooks. The hooks go on his back and tear off his flesh. After all of that, when they hanged him on the cross and he was hanging there, he said, Father, forgive them. You, what, what will you do? What will you do? Father, let me come down. Bring me angels. Let me just finish them. <laughs> Well, what do you think he would have done? <laughs> hey, yeah. Fire. Yeah. Fire. Yeah, like Elijah. Elijah type of life. He would have just destroyed them quickly. And Jesus could have done that. Earthquake, they will all enter the earth were at once and die. Small, small boys. small boys. He created them. They were crucifying him happily. Early morning spirits. Yeah, Jesus was crucified at... Uh, he was at 9, died at 12. He was brought down from the cross at 3. Yeah. Between 12 and 3, the whole place was dark. There was no lights. The, the earth shook, everything. A lot of things happened. When he was dying, he didn't say, Father, this people, eh? The heaven that I'm dying for people to come to, this people. If I see them there, I will not be your son anymore. Yeah, he didn't say that. Wait, forget about this. He never said that. He died and said that, Father, forgive them. Because they don't know what they are doing. Now, you'd have thought that it's only uh, Jesus who can say that. When Stephen was also being stoned. For just preaching the word. He was just preaching the word of God. They rushed on him and stoned him to death. Whilst he was dying, he also said, Father, forgive them. Don't put this to their account. Yeah. That's the height of maturity. Maturity lets you forgive very easily. No matter what is done to you. People can run away with your money. People can do all kinds of things. But you are not bothered. Because you know what you are, you know what you represent. Wow. But there are Christians who are off- they are offend they are the most offended people in the world. They are always angry. Even if you pass by them, Even if you pass by them in a certain way, they are offended. You step on their leg. <laughs> 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 they read meaning into everything. Every small thing. Why didn't she smile to me? Why didn't she greet me? Why didn't she kinds of things it shows where you are you are a child you're a baby you have decided not to grow just as long as he's a child he is not different from a servant even though he's a lot of everything you are not different from a servant you'll be treated like a servant because you'll be treated like a child even though you have the inheritance for everything in there in around the spirit. because you have decided not to grow you'll be kept there look at the next thing is under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the Father. You have to be taught to grow. Look at Ephesians chapter 4. Let's read verse, um, verse 13. Ephesians four thirteen. So we all come in the image of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Unto, next verse, verse. Verse 14. Then it says, That we henceforth Be no more children. God is not interested in you remaining a child. He would want you to grow. It's in your own interest. Okay? It's it's in your own interest to grow up as a child of God. It's in your own interest to to let the word of God have an effect on you. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. There are Christians who are always chasing men of God everywhere. I don't know if you've seen them. They can be deceived by anybody. Anybody. Today they are buying this oil, tomorrow they are buying this oil. How many times do you see Jesus buying oil? How many times you see the, the apostles buying oil? They never did that. But right now, it is so much in our system. People are blessing things, blessing stones, blessing rocks, blessing uh, uh, goats' goats' poopoo Yes, all kinds of people are mixing all kinds of things. Grass, they are chewing grass, they are chewing all kinds of things, spraying mosquito spray. and all. Nonsense, all kinds of nonsense. All because they are all they are all children. It says that we have to been no more children. Tossed to and fro, tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. Every wind of doctrine. Everybody comes. Someone comes to say, okay, today this is what we are going to do. We are going to lift our hands as machine gun and we'll be shooting the devil. And clean the devil. Listen, the devil will, will not die that way. And that's why prayer will say, die, 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 die. Spirits don't die. First So you've misfired. I mean, your prayer is wrong. People are cursing. Jesus said that bless and curse not. Because they are children, they don't know. So they are walking in error. And that's why all the devils in the world can worry them. All the devils in the world can worry them. Strange sick. They are the ones who develop strange sicknesses. And strange things just happen around them. Strange things. But those who have decided to. To allow the word of God to have root in your heart, you we don't. I don't use things. Have you ever seen me blessing some? I don't. I don't do that, unless I'm led. If I'm led to do that, I'll be. I'll do that. But if I'm not led to do that, I just use the word of God. I'll say this thing, it yeah. and it will be fine. And it will be fine. Yeah, it will be fine. You realize that everything is okay. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So if you're a child of the Spirit, you are touched to and fro by anything at all that comes. And You are deceived by anybody, he says, by the slate of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait. I don't know if you have amplified, probably amplified to help us. A spiritual babe, they are the ones who, who can call somebody at 3 a.m. because their stomach is paining them, they don't know that they can lay hands on their stomach and they will be healed. So they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Yeah, you can do that and you'll be fine. They are the ones who, who can be sick for 35 years, 35 long years? They are always complaining. Same thing, they will personalize the sickness, customize it. My asthma, my diabetes, this is my ulcer. I can't fast, babes. Their faith is small, they can't put their faith to work. Yeah, you know, there was a man in the Bible. For 35 long years, 38 long years, rather. He had been sick of the past. He, he, was, he, was, he was paralytic. He had paralysis. and was lying on a stretcher for 38 years. How many of you are 38? Now, even if you are 20, look at how long it has been for you to become 20. Look at how long it has been. That's taken a very long time. Very long time. <laughs> you remember the time when you were using Thai to play? You were playing with Thai. You were doing Konko. Conco, chaskele, and all those things—all those—it's it's still part of your twenty years. This man had been sick for thirty-eight years. Just try and wrap your mind: thirty-eight years old, thirty-eight. Just imagine having thirty-eight years of running, back. You are running every day. You are running. You are running. You are running. You are running. Just running. Thirty-eight years. Hey. This man had been sick thirty-eight years. Jesus got to him and asked him whether he wants to be well. When Jesus asked him, he started complaining. Nobody is here to help me. Every time when they stir the water, nobody helps me to fall in the water. That's why I've been here for so long. Unless you know why he had been in that situation for all those years. Yeah. He was a complainer. He was a child in, in, in the things of God. He was com- always complaining. We can catch you by our words and see where you are spiritually. All those who, every time they are complaining. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know nothing is working for me. Don't say those things. Say something else. Nothing is working, but I believe that all things are working together for my good. That's someone who, is, who started growing up in the, in the Lord. It's important. You have to grow spiritually. You have to grow physically. The disadvantages of you not growing are too many. It's in your own interest. It's in your own interest to use the word of God for yourself. It's in your own interest to meditate on the word. Okay. It's in your own interest. You want to succeed in life? God has showed us how to succeed in life. Which, whose counsel do you prefer? Do you prefer God's counsel or do you prefer someone else's counsel? God's counsel. No, because people's counsel fail. you know that tomorrow 700 people are going to lose their jobs? How many of you know that? Tomorrow, Yes, tomorrow 700 people are losing their jobs. With Beige. Beige Bank. Yes, Beige Bank. It has been bought by... Uh, Consolidated Bank. Okay? And they are saying that they don't need 700 people. And they are firing all of them tomorrow morning. Just like that. Meanwhile, we've been taught that when you get a job at the bank, it's the most secure thing. Job security is done. But it's not working like that any longer. So what people say, fail. Jesus said that all things shall pass away. All things shall pass away. Except my word. So the earlier you rely on the Word of God and build your life on the Word of God, the better it will be for you. You can, have, you can have a plan. Oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do this. But you see, plans don't actually go according to plans. They don't, they don't normally do that. They don't normally go according to your plans. Yeah. Even the timetable, you don't follow it. It doesn't happen. The Bible says, A curse is any man who maketh flesh his arm. a It's a curse. To put your trust in the systems of this world and to put your trust in people. Because of this, my uncle, everything will be fine with me. You'll be surprised. Do you know about the spirit of disappointment? As a spirit called the spirit of disappointment. You'll just be disappointed. You put your trust in a certain guy that this guy is the one who's going to marry me. Ash. You'll break your heart. Even if he marries you, you will not be happy in the marriage. It is one thing. Wedding is one thing, and marriage is another thing. You can have the most expensive wedding you want in life. I think there's this video going around the couple it came from like an underground. They just came up like that. It was very nice. <laughs> it's very nice. But it's not it's not a guarantee for an excellent marriage. If the marriage is not built on the word of God, you are in trouble. You are in trouble. The word of God is the only guarantee that someone will go along a positive line. It's the only guarantee. Only guarantee that's what i'm saying yeah if your your business is going to work it must be related to the you must link it to god and link it to his word prayer is in your own interest okay prayer is in your own interest these are elements for growth in the lord the word prayer okay the holy spirit and then rest. Learning to rest and trust God. Yeah. In a natural, you need food, you need water, you need sleep, and then you need air to be able to grow. Is it true? Yeah. In the spirit, is the same thing. The, the food is the word, the air is the Holy Spirit, the exercise is, the word, is, the, is prayer, and then rest is uh, trusting God. Yeah. Trusting God, being patient with God. So it's your in own interest. It's your own interest to pray, to learn how to pray, to learn how to speak in the language of the spirit. When they are speaking in tongues, don't say oh, these people are joking. Listen, we've all gone to school. Though. Most of us have gone to school. Yes, most of us are, are finished university. Some of us have masters. Some are even PhD holders. But we know where the power of God lies. We know that the power of God is in the language of the spirit. Yes, that's why we speak in tongues. It's not because we are mad and we don't know what to. Do. We don't know what to do. Without that, you can't go on. Without that, the challenges of life will swallow you. There are problems. If you know the, the challenges that are around me, that I am still alive and I still walk as though nothing is happening. Ask him, he knows them. Problems, but there's nothing wrong. I mean, you you will not even realize there's something wrong with me. Yeah, there's nothing wrong. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We face life head on. Because before we get out of our rooms, we have prayed. We are prayed up. We are spoken in tongues. Manosh kilibaba balagade badabai. And that's what God has spoken to us that it will be fine. Everything will be well. Walk out in in majesty. Walk out in strength. Know that everything is working together for your good. So we have assurance within, from within. And we are not afraid of what the devil can do around. We know that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. You see, it's not just a scripture. It's now a living, active word in our spirits. Living, active word in our spirits. It's alive. It's not something that is in the Bible. It has become Rema. Prayer is what makes the Word of God become Rema. Meditation on the Word is what makes the Word of God become Rema for you. Okay? Rema is the Word of God spoken for you at this particular time, for a particular reason, for a particular purpose. Yeah, fresh from the ovens of the Spirit. Without that you struggle, you will not know what to do with yourself. You will not know where to go. And you cannot inherit what you are supposed to inherit. You cannot inherit what you are supposed to inherit. I'm not poor at all. I'm rich. I'm rich. Yeah, you see, for for some time, for many years, it was a confession. I confessed so many times. Now, I'm enjoying the confessions I've made, and I'm still confessing. Yes. Sometimes you'll be saying, "I'm rich." But you look around you, you realize that there's poverty. You are so poor that... <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. It doesn't spell anything. The yeah. Bible says that when the clouds be full of rain, yeah. they empty themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever had... Uh, you, are, you, are, you are putting... You are, you are trying to fetch water into a bucket. And you open the tap, when you open the tap, the bucket gets filled at once. Have you ever had that before? Oh. When you open the tap, what do you do? You stand by the tap for some time. It takes a while for the tap to be filled up, for the bucket to be filled up. If you get angry and you put the tap off with the bucket before, oh. you have to take your time and allow the water to flow. What you need to do is to make sure the water is flowing. That's how the clouds do are. When the, it. Says, the Bible says when the clouds are full of rain, they empty themselves. So you may be saying, I'm rich, and you're not seeing anything. Makes no difference. It's called faith. You are putting your faith to work. You are saying what you want to see. While we look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are, which are not seen. But the things which are seen are temporal. But the things which are not seen are eternal. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why we say those things. I'm rich. I'll never be poor in my life. Yeah. Your clouds are being filled. The day that the clouds empty themselves, you'll be shocked. Everybody around you wonder, ah, what happened? What, what, what happened? And it will be because of your confessions the things you've been saying. Yeah. You may, be, you may not be feeling well. And you're saying, I cannot be sick. I cannot be sick. I'm full of strength. I'm full of health. Yeah. You'll be saying those things, but it's like the thing is not going. Don't worry. When the clouds are full of rain, they will empty themselves. You will enjoy life unspeakable, that is full of glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say cancer cannot dwell in my body. (laughs) Don't wait for it to come before you see it. You understand? Don't wait for you to have cancer. They give you a bad news in the hospital. And cancer, nobody knows where it comes from. It's highly spiritual. People sleep, wake up in the morning and they have cancer. So the earlier you start meeting it up with the word of God, which is also spirit. Jesus said that the word I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. The earlier you start meeting the things of the of, of the spirit with the spirit, not, the, the, the better for you. It's in your own interest. Growth in the Lord is in your own interest. It's in your own interest. So don't, don't ignore it. Okay? Yeah. I'll never have hypertension in my life. I'll, in my life. Yeah, I'll say I cross 70 with ease. I cross 70 with ease. Some yeah. people don't cross 70 with ease. They don't even cross 70. There's no assurance that you'll be alive in the next 10 years. There's no assurance anywhere. It's not written anywhere that you'll be alive in the next 10 years. You must make sure that you're alive in the next 10 years with your mouth. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. So you confess your life. I will not die. I will live to declare the goodness and the joy of the Lord. You must say some of those things for yourself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's it's in your own interest. It's in your own interest. 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 That's why we teach you the things we teach you. Okay? Yes. To help you to live a wonderful, beautiful life that Jesus has brought for you to live. When the clouds are full of rain, they empty themselves. When it is full, yeah, Ecclesiastes 11.3. If the clouds are full of rain, they empty themselves upon the earth. Watch you're saying those things, you're just filling your clouds. You've been saying this and nothing has happened. Don't worry, I'm filling my clouds. It will be full soon, you see. It will be full soon. That's how it works. That's how it works. You must go. Tell everybody you must grow. Hallelujah. You must grow. It's in your own, in your own interest to do your quiet time in the morning, it's in your own interest. Yes. Do you have to encourage someone to go to school? Do you have to encourage your university students to go to school? No, if you are not wise enough to know that the school that you are going, it is for your own good, then be there. Or be Miss your child. So a sign that you are growing in the Lord is the fact that you don't wait for someone to bring you to church. You don't wait for someone to bring you to church. Why should someone come and call you to church? No, when you are going to school, does someone have to call you and say, you see, today they are, we are coming to do, read, do physics. Physics is very important because you want to do engineering in university. If you don't do physics, you will not be able to get... Do they do that for you? No. You now you know that physics is important. So you move from your house. Does the physics come to your house to come and teach you? No. There's a place where you go for your education. Same with the spirit. There's a place, there's a location for your education in the spirit. It's called the church. And it is away from your house. And just like you take a car to go to school to learn, you have to take a car to go to church to go and learn. What is in your own interest? (laughs) But when someone is not not coming to church, like you have to call the person and bundle the person to church. Clearly you're a child. We can do that for you for three months. After that, we expect you to grow. Am I lying? We We expect you to know better. That this thing is for my own good. Yeah. You know, Jesus said that where two or three of you are gathered, there I am in your midst. Okay? Uh. If they are gathered in my name, I'm there. The word in is actually into my name. They are gathered into my name. They are gathered into my name. Then Paul said that the reason why some of you are out and not doing well in life is because you, don't, you refuse to gather yourselves. You refuse to gather. He says, do not forsake the assembling together of yourselves. Yes, that's why you are behind. That's why Hebrews Hebrew chapter, Hebrew chapter 10, uh, verse, verse 25, I think. Yes, Hebrews chapter 10. You can look at it. Go up. Go up. Go to. Yeah. Go to 20, 23. Let us go for the profession of our faith without wavering, for He's faithful that promised. Verse 24. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works not forsaking the assembling together of ourselves as the manner of some is it is some people's manner it is their life they like you see for jesus jesus jesus's manner was to be in the synagogue on the sabbath day and he was in the sabbath, he was in the synagogue on the sabbath day as his manner was it was his manner but for some people it is their manner not to be in church not to be in the synagogue on the sabbath day not forsaking and assembling together of ourselves as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Next verse, 26. For if we sin, hopefully, blah, blah, blah. It's not this one, there's another place. The, the word forsaking, huh? The forsaking is to fall out, to lag behind in life. Can you imagine? So the, the reason why some Christians are lacking behind in life, in life is because they don't like coming to church. Oh, wow. It's a very serious thing, oh. <laughs> The reason why they are not doing was well because they don't they don't like coming to church. You are out. Last place. Last place. Have to give them reasons to come. Force them to come. It's in your own interest. If you are interested, it will help you. I I'm to play football so I can. Are you talking about? I need sleep. What are you talking about? I have lost my dress. You have lost your dress. You are washing. May The Lord forgive you. You see, because you see, you you don't think that God is apparent. God God doesn't look apparent. God doesn't it doesn't feel like God is alive. Because you wake up, you wake up in the morning, you sleep, you don't know how you sleep. And you don't know how you wake up. But you you sleep and you wake up. And you are moving. So you you take everything for granted. You you don't know where the wind is blowing from, where it is going. You are breathing it for free. The day God will get angry and say, It's okay. (laughs) You take, the day you take the air, you, be, you see. Yes. Let's read that scripture, Proverbs chapter eight. Proverbs chapter eight. I, I, I think you should see these, these things. Okay. Uh, Hallelujah. Uh, it's in your own interest. Tell anybody it's in your own interest. Sometimes when Bishop Uydepo is preaching, he talk about some things concerning his life which he has documented in his book, Then he will say, if you are interested, you can read it. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of people are not interested. They are not interested. They are not. They are not interested in doing well. They want to do well, but they are not interested in doing well. They are not interested in knowing what to do to become what they are supposed they want to become. And the quick fixes doesn't work. Sh- the shortcut is always not good. There are shortcuts to Malam Jansh. You know there are shortcuts inside here. But none of those rules are good. You go and go and pass that, you see. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. First chapter one. You need to see it. You know, wisdom is the word of God. Okay? Wisdom is God Himself. Wisdom is the Word of God. It's God. It's all the things I'm talking about now. So he says, Wisdom crieth out. Cryeth without. He's always you always hear the word of God everywhere. Yeah. Is it true? Yeah. When you put your radio on, it's on. When you are driving and you see some people with their with their microphones and their speaker in the middle, you when you see them, you think that they are looking for money. So you always talk, oh, they they like money too much. You you can't even do that. Someone someone is doing that. You are insulting a person in your heart. Even on WhatsApp, you even WhatsApp, you can't you, so you can't can preach. Please leave them to preach. Okay, it's part of wisdom's cry. It says, wisdom cried without. She uttered her voice in the streets. Next verse. She cried in the chief place of concourse, the places where people are passing by. In the openings of the gates in the city, she uttered her, her words, saying, The word of God is always being like we are telling you now. You need the word, you need to read your Bible. Some people don't read your Bible. Mercy. Your Bible is a dusty book that you, you pick up every Sunday morning and you just dust it like that. Hey, I one of you." And you wipe it in your, in, your, in your shirt like that and come to church. It says, how long you simple ones will you love simplicity? And the scornless delight in their scorning and the fools hate knowledge. It's only fools who hate knowledge. When you come to church, knowledge comes to you. Knowledge of God comes to you. Turn you at my reproof. He says, when I tell you to do something, do it. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you. Because I have called. You see, when I called, you didn't mind me. Because I have called, and you refused. I have stretched out my hand and no man regarded. Okay. But you have set up naught, You have made my counsel nothing. When I said, don't, don't do this, you said, oh, it's nothing. When I said, meditate, meditate on the word of God, you said, oh, it's nothing. What is meditation? We are talking about life, I would say. It was a meditation. Oh you said, give your tight. You say, Oh, so, what is tight? Uh, so it's so There are some who are chopping the money. Have you ever seen a fake American dollar before? Have you seen fake have you seen fake cities before? Yeah. Why are there fake cities? Because they are original cities. If there's no original, there cannot be a fake. If there are no correct original men of God, there can't be fake men of God. Yeah. Uh-huh. So there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong. They are, they are original in the system. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He says, but you have said that not all my counsel and would none of my reproof. All the things I said, you didn't mind me. Next verse. He says, I also will laugh at your calamity. I also will, I will laugh at your calamity. There's a time you get in your life when the word of God cannot work for you again. Yes. There's a time you get to that the word of God cannot work for you again. It doesn't work again for you this i also will laugh at your calamity i will mock when your fear cometh this go back go back go back this thing is something that comes to everybody in life everybody you had a, a small day of calamity yeah if you didn't have the word of god you would not be here it comes in everybody's life there's a time coming in your life when there will be so much pressure you face death face-to-face. Face. You face problem face-to-face. Face. It's like that. Everybody has that. It comes at different seasons in your life. And you should be living in expectations of them. The New Testament calls it the evil day. Yes. Jesus also spoke about it. Let me show it to you. Go to Matthew chapter 7. Let's read verse 24. Matthew seven, twenty-four. 24. Therefore, who else, whosoever heard these things of mine and do them, are likening him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. says, so the one who hears my word and dashed them, I liken him to a man who built his house upon a rock. Next verse. And the rain descended. The rain did what? Descended. And the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon that house. And it fell not for it was founded upon a rock. Have you seen the conditions here? Look okay, at the next verse. Next verse. And everyone that heard these things of mind, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. Next verse. Next verse. And the rain descended. Same conditions. The rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house. These, that is the condition of calamity that comes to everybody in life. Those who do the word and those who don't do the word. But those who are able to go through the times of calamity, okay, successfully, without any problem, are those who do the word of God. Like, that's how life is. Have you ever heard people people saying that life is war? They yeah. yeah, am not joking. It's true. <inaudible> it's, there's a song on it. Have you heard it before? It's, it's not It's oku. It's, it's called. The, it's normal. It's the normal course of life. There's an extraordinary course which is the life of God. If you have that life, you superimpose the problems with the life of God in you and it works. Yeah, I was like, if your strength fails, if you fail in the day of adversity, your strength is weak because there's a day of adversity. Wisdom says that all those of you don't mind me. I say come to church, you don't mind me. Hey. I say meditate on the way, you don't mind me. Hey. I say let's go and win souls, you don't mind me. Hey. I say let's do this, you don't mind me. Hey. The day your calamity commit to, I'll stand by and laugh at you. Listen to I, will this this you. Message. Listen. I will laugh at you like this. I will laugh at you. A can will not help you. You will do all of the things you can, it will help you. Lord, you. There are a lot of Christians who don't know what I'm telling you now. They don't know. It's part of life. I also laugh at you when your calamity comes. I'll mock when your fear cometh. Next verse, verse 27. When your fear cometh as desolation and your distraction cometh as a whirlwind, the distraction is like a whirlwind, it carries you off your feet. Hey! When distress and anguish cometh upon you, distress. You don't understand the English words. Do you understand the English words? Light up, maybe message. Message you do. What if the roof falls in? Let's read from 26. 26, okay? How can I take you seriously? I will turn the tables and joke about your troubles. What if the roof falls in and your whole life goes to pieces? What if catastrophe strikes and there's nothing to show for your life but rubble and ashes? You need me. You call for me, but don't expect an answer. No matter how hard you look, you won't find me. You won't find me. The I there. Yeah, Are you in the church? <laughs> Tell your neighbor it's in your own interests. In interest. in interest. in interest. in interest. I, I don't want problems. I don't problems. Yeah. I've had days of catastrophe coming in my life at different times. But I'm here. Yeah. The mercy of God has located me. Yeah, I have access to the mercy of God. And I have access to the grace of God. So I can still stand and preach to you. Irrespective of the troubles and the problems I've had in time past. Yeah. Yeah. Whatsoever is born of God overcometh this world. Why? Because the world presents problems. Jesus said that in this life you shall have many troubles. It's a promise. You shall have many troubles. If your husband doesn't give you troubles, your children will come and give you troubles. People gave birth to their own killers and they didn't know. They didn't know. They had no idea. Yeah? yeah. They gave birth to their own killers. You did you hear of the guy who killed his mother, father and two sisters in Italy? Yeah. Ghanian. Ghanaian boy. Last year, he killed all of them. He went to kill them. If the mother had known that that boy is going to be her killer, she should have done abortion a long time. Isn't it? She didn't know. When she was pushing. And designed that she will have a child. She didn't know. She had no idea that she was giving birth to her own killer. She designed a baby boy. Yeah. Killer. Her own killer. Life. Life. All kinds of things. But the word of God is what puts you ahead. And puts you over. If you hang on to the word of God. And hang on to God. You always come out. With a huge testimony, huge testimony to look as though you are dying, you are going out, then you just come up like that. That's how it works. So don't ignore that. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 13. Ignore the word and suffer. Proverbs 13 13. Go there. Proverbs 13 13. Ignore the word and suffer. Honor God's commandments and grow rich. How, how many of you want to grow rich? I prefer that one. Yeah, Grow rich. Grow rich. Your life just goes like this higher and higher and higher. It says the path of the justice of the shining light that shines brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter onto the perfect day. The people in the world, their life is oscillatory. They go up today, tomorrow they are down. Five years they are up, ten years they are down. Like that. And they all they all end up, they all end down. That's how they end. But if you use the word of God, you just go go like that. So it is in your own interests. Slap your neighbor and say, it is in your own interests. Yeah, we must grow in the Lord. We have to. We have to. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. It's not right at all. Your life has to get better. Life has to get better, okay? Hallelujah. Hallelujah! So I'm going to give you some, some words from the Word of God, okay? Words of wisdom from the Spirit, which if you take heed to, you will do well. You will do well, okay? You listen to what we are saying, your life will just go up higher and higher. It's well. I've never regretted making a decision for God to serve God. I've never regretted. Let me show you a scripture. Go to John, John chapter 12. Verse 26. John 12, 26. Can you read it to me? One to go. Read it once again. Jesus is showing us a very big key of life. Very big key of life. He says, if any man serve me, how many of you are serving God? You believe you are serving God? Ask your neighbor, do you believe you are serving God? You are serving God. Wow. What did he say? Yeah. Serving God. Yeah. Jesus is showing us what it means to serve him. Because you can have a, a misconception about serving God. Some people think that serving God has to do with wearing a nice dress and being in church on Sunday. That's what, a lot of people think that like that. So, I go to church. I am I, I'm, I'm in the house of God. I pay my fights. I do all those things. Jesus is showing you. He says, if any man serve me, if anybody says he's serving me, then let him follow me. Uh, let him follow me. What does it mean to follow somebody? You are just moving in the person's steps. You are just moving in the person's steps. Isn't it? As a person takes a step, you also stay a step behind the person. So, how did Jesus live his life? What does it mean to follow Jesus? He says, "If you, you save me, follow me." What does it mean to say? What did Jesus do when he was here on earth? He preached the word. He preached the word. Uh-huh. What? Did? Healing the sick. Um, healing the sick. And, and the sick. teaching. 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 You want souls. Yeah. Hey, are you sure? Yeah. If it is like that, then the church of today is, is missing. Most of our churches are gone, are gone off. They are not following Jesus. If what you are saying is true, then look at Acts chapter Acts chapter 10, verse 38. Acts 10 38. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about Acts 10 38? How God announced Jesus, Jesus announced it with the Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about doing good. He went about. There are Christians who don't like going about. They like staying at one place. No movement. No movement. How God... He went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed by the devil. For God was with him. Jesus' life can be... Categorized into two. He lived by love and he lived by sacrifice. These two things. If you want to follow Jesus, these are the two things to follow. Love and sacrifice. Yeah. Jesus said that whosoever keeps his life shall lose his life. Go to John chapter 12. We read verse 26. Let's read from verse 24 now. Okay, John 12, 24. Can you read it to me? Let's read 24 and 25 and 26 together, okay? One, two, go. unto Unto eternal life. If any man save me, Let him follow me, and where I am, there shall also my servant be. And if any man serve me, him will my father honor. So, Jesus is showing you what he does. Okay, prior to this, some people had come from Greece to come and find him, to come and look for him. So, they were trying. Oh, some people from Greece are looking for you. Jesus says, If any man serve me, let him follow me. But prior to this, he had mentioned that. I was telling you that some Greece, Greeks had come to come and meet him, you know. And he was—they had moved all the way from Greece to come and come and see him. Then he said that, listen, there's a day coming when the Son of Man is going to be glorified, and when the Son of Man is glorified, look at look at verse. Go up. Let, let's read. Let's read verse 22. I think it would be great if you read from verse 22. Philip come and tell it Andrew and Andrew and again Andrew and Philip tell Jesus. So they came to tell Jesus that some people have come from Greece to come and look for you. Now in answering what in answering that question that some people are looking for you, this is what Jesus said. And Jesus answered them saying, The hour has come that the Son of Man should be glorified. Next verse, then he says, Very very I say unto you, Except a corner would fall into the ground and die, it abided alone. Uh, how can this be an answer to some people are looking for you in? From Greece. I mean, how can this be an answer? He says, How can this be an answer? But Jesus was telling them something very, very important. He says, a, Except a corner which fall into the ground and die. It abided alone. But if it die, it brings forth much fruit. Jesus was giving them a secret, a real secret to life. Wow. The way to live in life is by losing life. Wow. So look at the next verse. Look at this. He that loveth his life shall lose it. And he that hated his life in this world shall keep it unto life eternal. He shall keep it unto life eternal. Then he, the next verse. If any man serve me, let him follow me. What was he doing? He was going to sacrifice his life. He was going to give his life. So he said, if any man serve me, then let that man follow me into what I am doing. By sacrificing his life as well if you say you are serving God and you are not into sacrificing your life for some things to happen for others you are joking, you are a joke tell anybody you are a joke if you are keeping your life you see what I'm saying is not so impressive it's not so impressive it's like you see if he had kept we are all in Kumasi, we had a very nice church, maybe everybody Kumasi, Kumasi, Kumasi Kumasi. all of us, we are all at a, a church one place Small plane, nice air conditioning, everything nice. No noise. But it is our movement. It is moving okay, away from what we're used to. Yeah. Moving from what made us comfortable. That is what has caused us to meet you and for you to be sitting in this church right now. That's what has caused us to have six churches in our car. Yeah. With you and me sitting in each one of them. Yeah. That's what has caused us to move out to Obuasi, to Sunyani, to Cape Coast, to Winnipeg, all these places. We have to and we are still moving. Yeah. Yeah then whatever hallelujah. hallelujah because we have a mind to follow him we, we have a mind to se- serving him has to do with following him and doing what he, ha- what he does it's in your own interest if you are not living with anything you are living with that at least it's in your own interest to know the word to pray you have to grow you have to you have to and I know that God, God, God has granted you grace to grow and to do what you're supposed to. Hallelujah. So I was telling you that Jesus wants us to follow. Yeah. He says, if a man serves me, then he should follow me. Okay, he should follow me. And the one who follows me and serves me, he says, my Father will honor. There he says, because he follows me, where I am, that my servant will also be there. And if any man serve me, him will my father honor. My father will honor whoever serves me. Wow. So there's a great promise of honor, real honor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In serving God. Okay? This year we say it's a year of working for the Lord. Meaning that we are going all out. And we, we pronounce some very important rewards and blessings for serving God. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, do you remember some? Yeah all-round prosperity. It's part of the honor of the Father. Uncommon favor. Uncommon favor. Have you ever seen a big mansion before in your life? Any big mansion at all? Have you ever seen any big mansion before? Uh, I'm wondering which building is very big in Ghana. Villaggio. Okay, Villaggio. Yes, big place. Moving pick. How many of you know moving pick Very big. How many, how big is the door that you used to enter moving pick? Small door. Isn't it? Yeah. How big is the key for opening that small door? Can you put the key into your pocket? Yeah. You can put the key to the whole building into your pocket. Without that, you can't have access to the building. So, there are big blessings of God that have very small keys okay. the key is so small when you mention it you think there is nothing you think there is nothing you think ah, what are you talking about you wonder ah, this big thing has a small key well, this thing that i'm talking about is a very big it's a very it looks more like it's nothing but that is that is actually the access to the honor of god to the real prosperity of god to the real goodness of god by serving god and following his footsteps. Yeah. He says, if you love your life, I'm not the one who said it. I'm not the one who said it. Jesus who said it. It's one of Jesus' first messages. Losing your life and not keeping your life. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's that kind of wisdom. Yeah. When I went to... Listen, my house is just here. My mother's house is just around the corner. You can just drive maybe about two minutes you get to my house so i was raised here when we came here i was just about seven years six seven years old yes we have been here for a very long time very very long time i was very comfortable there but i left and went to Kumasi. i was not born in Kumasi. i just went to university and god says continue there and do my do my house do my church by sacrificing and by doing something for the house of God to work. My life has become fine. God has blessed me with a beautiful wife. I didn't meet her here. I met her there. Even though she's also from here. None of our families are there. We are, all our families are here. But we met there. God linked us there. Yeah. I'm blessed. I mean, God has blessed me. Because I have a mind to serve God. That's my mind. If you want to know my key for success, it is to serve God. That's, that's my key for success. It's not even giving. It's just to serve God. So if you also choose to serve God, you'll be surprised. Okay? yeah. And I want to show you how you can serve God in this place. That's what I'm talking about. Reasons why the church, this church must grow. Okay? And it has to do with serving God. So reason number one. This church must grow because the whole world is our harvest field. The whole world is our harvest field, as shown of God. Okay? The whole world is our harvest field. Mark chapter 16, verse 15 and 16. Mark 16. 15. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world. This is Jesus talking. Okay. Remember, Jesus said, If you serve me, follow me. One of the major ways of following is by following the person's words. What the person said, isn't it? Yes. So Jesus said unto them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Next verse. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. We have a responsibility, a mandate from God. This, this, Jesus didn't say this to two people. He, said it, he didn't say it to pastors, apostles, prophets, evangelists, and teachers. No, he said it to everybody. Did you see, for pastors only in your Bible? No. Yeah. There's no place in the Bible where they've written for pastors only. Don't read if you are not a pastor. If you are turning the page and you are going to read it, then the, the page will slap you. Hey, it's for pastors only. Close it. Is there a place like that in the Bible? No. It's nothing like that. Everything in there is for all of us. Okay? Everything in there is for all of us. And this one, this Jesus talking, he says, Go if we have been, go go, up, go to 15. He said unto them, Go ye into all the world. All the world. This is part of the world. Uh, is that what she part of the world? Yeah. This part is also part of the world. So we have a mandate from God to go to this part of our world. You may not be able to go to Switzerland to go and preach. You be, listen, if you've not preached in your area, God will not take you to Switzerland to go and preach. Someone says, I want to be in America so I can preach. You are lying. When you enter America, you will not, you will not even remember God anymore. You will not remember God's name. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. To every creature. To every creature. This is part of the world. And we must preach the gospel. We must bring people into the house of God. Okay? The mandate of God that he has given to us is fulfilled by not only winning souls in terms of getting them born again, but it has to do with growing them up. Born again is just the beginning of everything. They must grow in the Lord. I've told you about growth. And the growth has to happen in the house of God. They must be seated in the house of God so they can hear the word of God like a hearing. That's number one reason why we must let this, this church must grow. Because the whole world is a harvest field. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number two. The work stands undone. Okay? The work stands undone. The reason why we must have church growth is because the work stands undone. The work stands undone. Or more missionaries are produced. More missionaries are produced when we have, more, when we have the church growing. If our church had not grown to a point we couldn't have had missionary he's a missionary here do you live here you don't live close to this place you live very far away but you come all the way Do you live close to this place you don't you also come from far away constance do you live close to this place like but we're inside or malam it's not close like that hallelujah, hallelujah. where do you live Dansoman. you come all the way from this to this place wow so you are all missionaries to wish. But that could happen because we had a lot of people in the church. So we can say, you go here, you go here, you go there. If the church is not plenty, if we are not plenty in the church, we can have more missionaries. For instance, we want to have plenty of people going to various parts of Africa. I want people to go to South Africa. Kenya, Uganda, Zimbabwe, Tanzania, Botswana, Malawi, Nigeria. Yes, we have to go to all those places. Because, you remember the first point, our calling to the whole world. Now, if we are going to go to the whole world, we must grow so that we can reach the whole world. So we can send more people. Is there a powerful reason? Matthew chapter 9. Look at Matthew chapter 9. Matthew chapter 9 verse 36 and 37. If you key into this principle, you will see that your life will be different. Oh yes, your life will be very, very different. Some of us have keyed in already. And our life is not like every other person's life. It's different. Very, very different. And when Jesus saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion on them. Because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep, having no shepherd. Less, less. Then, then said he unto his disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. The laborers are few. There's, there are plenty of people to give their life to Christ. But those who, too, those who are going to go to preach to them are few. And without someone to preach, nobody can be saved. Look at Romans chapter 10. Romans chapter 10, let's read from verse 1. Go to, verse 11. Go to verse 11. For the scripture said, Whosoever believeth on him shall, be, shall, be, shall not be ashamed. Have you seen it? Next verse. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Look at the next verse. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in whom of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? Next verse. And how shall they preach except they be sent? How shall they preach except they are sent? So everybody needs someone to bring the message to him or to her. Someone must preach the gospel to them. You are the one God that has chosen to preach the gospel to some of those people who are around. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Next week when you are coming, come, make sure you are coming with somebody. Reach to somebody. Yeah. Win a soul to the Lord. Yeah. And bring the person to the house of God. As you do that, the Lord will increase you. Yeah. That's what I've been doing all my life. And God has blessed me. I don't know if you want God to bless you in a certain way, in a remarkable way. About a week ago, I was driving a Land Cruiser. The, f- the newest Land Cruiser around. Yes. I had access to it and I was driving it. Yeah. Because, of, because of ministry. If it wasn't because of ministry and winning souls, I wouldn't be sitting in a car like that. Not even that. I, I was driving it. They gave it to me that I should use it. Yeah. Someone is praying to even sit in such a car. He's not getting. Even to see it. He's not getting. Hey. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord says, the one who saves me. My father will honor him. If you do this, the father will honor you. And his honor is greater than you can ever think about. See, look at John chapter 20 verse 21. John 20 21. Someone will say, I've not been sent. I'm not part of those who have been sent. You are lying. You have been sent. Jesus has sent you. Then said Jesus to them again. Peace be Ooh. unto you. As my Father has sent me, even so send I Ooh. So you have been sent. Jesus said, as my Father has sent me, even so I'm also sending you. How shall they preach except they be sent? You have been sent. So you can also preach and change someone's life. You must bring someone to the house of God for the house of God to grow. As the house of God grows, your honor increases. Hallelujah. Hallelujah yeah right now some people know me around they call me pastor my honor of fame of popularity is inside the gospel how has my popularity come how, how have i become something so, me, i don't think i've become something. a lot of people think i've become something Sometimes as i go to some places i'm trying to buy kelly lake okay someone the allows, uh, will call my name oh Charlie, I just want to eat Kelly <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's come because I'm following the Lord, I'm serving the Lord. Are you listening to me? Serve the Lord and God will honor you. Tell anybody, serve, serve God and will honor you. And will honor you. Yeah. Serve Him by winning souls. By winning souls. Yes. Filling His house. Filling his house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The work remains undone. Now look at the next thing. The next thing is that. Growth releases multiple ministries. Growth releases what? Multiple ministries. Multiple ministries. Growth releases multiple ministries. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Right now, real amen is in the system. He has released a song, uh, Control. People are enjoying it. If the church had not grown to get to him, sorry, to bring him into the house of God, he would have been singing with somebody else. He would have been singing, shake your booty booty, shake your bugu bugu, shake your baga, baga That's what he would have been singing. That's what he would have been singing. But now he's using his voice to sing and he's using his talent to sing for God. Yeah, kid magic is here. <laughs> producing good beats for the Lord. If he wasn't one, he would have been doing wilder things with such people. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. It would not be it will not be easy at all. So the more the church grows, the more ministries, more ministries are revealed. Wow. People are able to do various things. We can have more choirs. Yeah. You get it? We can have a choir. If, the, if, the people are, if all of us are choir members who will be in the church, as the one to receive the choir administration. But if we are plenty, we can have a, a choir sitting here. Yeah. They'll stand up and sing and sit down. Yeah. And we'll be enjoying their, their songs. And we can have more choirs. We can have drama groups. We can have choreography groups. We can have dance groups. We can have various groups. Because the church is growing. Do you understand? So multiple ministries can be released because of church growth. People can find what they can do in the house of God when we are many. If we are a few, one person will be cleaning the chair, you'll be singing, you'll be the one catching people when they are falling, you'll be doing everything as a singing, he's catching someone. <laughs> Hello, he's catching someone. <laughs> but when the church grows, you can have multiple ministries, multiple ministries released. You understand know what I'm saying? Okay, last point. Last point. A nation is born when a church grows. A nation is born when a church grows. A nation is born when the church grows. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A nation is born when the church grows. For instance, our economy is becoming a nation. It's becoming a nation. A mighty nation. Meaning that we can do bigger things together. Okay? We can do big things together. Which one is it? Isaiah 66, verse 8. Who has heard such a thing? Who has seen such things? Shall the earth be made to bring forth in one day? Or shall a nation be born at once? Then it says, For as soon as Zion traveled, she brought forth her children. And her children are actually nations. How are you seeing it? So, love economy a church that is growing is a nation out of Zion. You understand? Uh, and when we are growing, what it means is that we can have more beloveds in the church. We can have more beloveds. If you want tick tall ladies, you will find tick tall ladies in the church. If you want ladies with big buttons, you have ladies with big buttons in the church. It's like you don't like what I'm saying. You like what I'm saying? We are quiet. It's like. <laughs> if you want slim ladies like Pastor Princess. can be happy. Yes. at your case there. I mean, okay. If you want short people, want a, a wife who's short, fair ones, dark ones, you can have whatever you want. Hallelujah. I remember some years ago, someone left the church because she said she, her type was not in the church. Yes. Yes, she said her type was not in the church. Her size, said, her size is not in the church. Everybody's small. She's older than everybody. So she left. And I didn't, I didn't argue with her because it was true. Yes, everybody was young. She was about 32 or something like that. You said she can't marry in the church. I said, no, oh, no problem. The church had to grow. Now we have people who are that age. You can marry them if you want to. You understand? Yeah. So without church growth, you can't have more beloveds. You can't have more uh, uh, Whatever you you can have access to many companies yeah. because of church growth yeah. customers are here they are so, your customer, church can be your customers yeah. you can start a company around the church yeah. yeah you are into construction a lot of people have not built how many of you have built your own house already oh, yeah. not you've not even thought of buying a land <laughs> so it means that there are, you, there are lands that are going to be bought by you there are houses that are going to be built by you if you Start a company that is a construction company, you have access to a whole, a very huge clientele that you can't handle. Understand? Yeah. 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 Shoes, the customers are in the church. Shirts, the customers are in the church. If you're a dressmaker, the customers are in the church. If you're into selling ice cream, the customers are in the church. So the bigger the church becomes, the easier it is for you to do certain things. I mean, you can, you, these are the kind of aspects of church school, but it is too important. More connections. Church growth means more connections. Yeah. In Ghana, it is whom you know, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it is whom you know. Yesterday, I was going. We were having a challenge. Someone was giving us some problems. We just made a call. I just called somebody whose father was something, and the father called back, and within five minutes, everything had ended. Yeah, within five minutes, everything had ended. Just a call. That's how it is. The more the church grows, the larger the church becomes. The more it becomes a nation, and the more it can do so many things. Wow. And do so many things that's why you must key into making sure the church grows because if the church grows it is for your own benefit it is in your own interest for the church to grow this is in your own interest for the church to grow. those of you who are photographers and camera people yeah a lot of people are doing weddings many weddings yeah people are a lot of us are not married how many of you are married here oh it's a very sad story you are married just the two of us or the three of us are married. Most of you are not married. So if you are going to start a wig company, wig, wig, yeah. you are going to wake company. You have you, two share company. You have multiple customers. I what I'm talking about. Yeah. So it's in your own interest for the church to grow. Wow. Yeah. It's in your own interest. if you to start we'll buy. we buy. You can start a job around. We'll just come, just direct us. We will just come there and come and eat and pay you. Yeah. Yeah. It will not be for free. Oh. We will pay you. So the more the church grows, the more the connections, the more... I mean, you can just find a job very easily. Yeah. Someone knows somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. A call can be made on your behalf and you get a job. Yeah. I see what I'm talking about. So this church must grow. Oh. do but about this church must grow. must oh. grow. Recently we were at a wedding. And I was looking, at, a lot of people from the inner church, yeah. beautiful ladies, beautiful wow. gentlemen. And I was like, "Wow, the church has worked." Yeah. Yeah. People were rapping people there. They were just yeah. calling. Yeah. When the church goes, you can marry. You can marry a wife who is correct. Yeah, there are some people who are not correct. Yeah, yeah. you can have a wise wife. You can have access to a, a wise husband. Because of church group, good head someone who's correct upstairs. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Will, you, will you allow the church to go? Yeah. The church has to do. It's in your own interest. It's in your own interest. Okay? It's in your own interest. The more the church grows, the more the bigger we can become, the more we can do certain things. Influence. The influence is more. I know churches that control nations. They control nations. Young chose church. It's it's controlling the whole of Korea all of the the, the place that's what God wants us to become to become a mighty nation that is to be contended with you understand are you going to cause this church to grow? this church must grow and become a mighty nation here in this area everybody must want to be associated with the church hallelujah and that's what is going to happen in this place. So I came to prophesy to you about your growth. Yeah. You are, you are going to experience growth like you have never thought possible. This place will be so filled that we will not have a place to step to come and come and preach. That's what is going to happen. It starts by you bringing someone to the house of God. Stabilize someone, bring somebody, tell the person, sit down. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say the church, must the church must grow. I want to have missionaries from here that are sent to Kenya. Yes. And to Nigeria. Yeah. Maybe you are the next missionary you are going to be sending. So make sure you are growing as you are supposed to. Bring people, tell your neighbor, bring people to the house of God. Bring people to the house of God. Hallelujah. Are you glad you came to church. Yeah. Get ready. And I see anything that has, has caused you to stagnate. On a personal note, in your own personal life. I see that taken away right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Rise up on your feet and just thank God for all your have shared with you. Thank God for all your have shared with you. God bless you for listening. Keep listening to the word as Christ is made the center of your world. For prayer and counseling, call 024-563-8314 or send an email to info at christworldinc.com. God bless you.